So if you're enjoying, appreciating, benefiting from this series of short talks by Padma Vajra on the life and liberation of Padma Sambhava, him channeling these lightning flashes from the blue beyond, then please do consider making a donation to Padmaloka. We're still in uh, uncertain financial times. This year we lost our main source of income, uh, our retreat income, and even though people are starting to return to Padmaloka now, uh, our costs have considerably gone up. Uh, given the various measures that we have to put in place. So although we've benefited enormously from people's generosity uh, throughout the year, we really need to keep that stream of generosity flowing. So do please consider giving what you can. You can do that by following the link that's attached to this video or beneath in our YouTube channel or visiting our website and making a one-off donation or taking out a monthly standing order. Thank you. The cremation ground, the traditional old Indian cremation ground, the Shmashanam, were places outside of the city, beyond the last village, lonely places where the dead were brought to be left to rot or to be burned in great fires, places frequented by jackals and vultures and all kinds of strange creatures, including ghosts, ghosts and ghouls, ogres, ogresses, darkenies. Darkenies in this sense, meaning the flesh-eating ogresses, the, the worldly darkenies, not the darkenies ex of expressive of the inspiration of the vastness of Shunyata. Haunted places, unclean places, according to tradi traditional Brahminism, ritually unclean, places where only the outcasts go and stay. You take the dead there and you leave as soon as you can after performing the rites. You don't stay. But for the tantric yogi, the tantric yogini, the cremation ground is a wonderful place, a place where you are left alone, where you can truly renounce, where you go forth. No one bothers you. No one goes near you. No one wants to be near you because you're weird. You're strange. You're an outsider. You're an outcast. You're a nobody. As far as they're concerned, you're dead already. Dead to the world. Bhante has mentioned more than once that when someone went forth in the traditional Indian tradition, Hindu tradition, they would symbolically perform their own funeral rites. They would burn their clothes and anything associated with their worldly identity. He did it himself. He and a friend, when they decided to go forth, they burnt their passports, identification papers, they burnt their worldly clothes, and they just discoloured white sarongs and a white shirt with red mud and they just wandered with nothing. No money, no papers, nothing. Just wandering from place to place to live the life, to live the life of a yogin, to live the life of a sadhu. It's a very, very important period in Bhante's life. Uh, just living, begging their food, going from place to place a really important period. He's lived it. He's done it. And he even spent some time, Bante, 
in a cremation ground on the banks of the Ganges, found it a deeply peaceful place with a strange and vibrant atmosphere. In the cremation ground, you contemplate the real nature of things. Sitavana, Chidi Grove, is just described as a grove filled with decay, a grove filled with decay. You sit and look and watch as the dead are brought. In Chili Grove, many dead were brought when Padmasambhava was there because there was a famine in the land. So, so many dead were brought and just left. He wore the shrouds of the dead and lived off, lived off the food offerings that were brought with the dead. And you look at the bodies, at the progress of decay, the body rotting away, and turning in the end to broken bones and dust, you see vividly the utter impermanence and insubstantiality of all life. You dwell in the cremation ground and see the reality of everything. You see the body's end. That was another one of the great cremation grounds that Padmasambhava stayed in. Body's end. So Padmasambhava went to each of the eight great cremation grounds in India of that time. He went from one to another. They all have their different qualities and their varied inhabitants. In tantric symbolism, the eight cremation grounds are identified with the eight consciousnesses identified by the Yogacara tradition of Buddhism. So that tradition identified, identifies eight consciousnesses, the five sense consciousnesses, mind consciousness, then a seventh consciousness, what's known as the defiled mind consciousness, the consciousness that makes the distinction between self and other, a fixed self and a fixed other. That's the seventh consciousness and an eighth consciousness the Alia Vijnana, the store consciousness, the consciousness that stores the effects of all of our actions. They're just stored there. All the effects are stored there like seeds and they will fructify those seeds. They will grow and they will, their effects will be felt in the future. So in the tantric tradition, the eight great cremation grounds are associated with the eight consciousnesses of the Yogacara. What this means, of course, is that every aspect of consciousness, every aspect of our self and world, outer and inner, is completely impermanent and insubstantial. Everything already is the realm of the dead. Outside and inside, there is only utter impermanence and change and transformation. There is nothing that is exempt from that. In tantric tradition, when you wake up, that all is the cremation ground, that every aspect of consciousness, every aspect of experience is the cremation ground, you come to the realisation that you are dead while you are alive. 
dead while you are alive. The tantric siddha is sometimes likened to a ghost. They appear, they have the most incredible effect, a transforming effect, but they vanish. They vanish like that. We are in the world, but we are not of the world. The tantric siddha is in the world, but not of the world, because he knows directly that this world is already the cremation ground. There is no need for fear, no need for anxiety, because the tantric, the siddha, the tantric practitioner knows that the cremation ground is the place of initiation. They know that this very place is the entry into spiritual rebirth. In tantric art, in the depictions of the mandala, you've probably seen those geometric descriptions, paintings of the mandala, around the edge of the mandala are the eight great cremation grounds. You see them, you see these little pictures of the realm of the dead and with their stupas and their darkenies and bodies in various stages of decay and siddhas sitting in the cremation ground. This means that you have to go through the cremation ground to enter into the mandala of the Buddhas. The cremation ground reveals the palace of all the Buddhas. You go into, into the heart of the conditioned in order to discover the unconditioned. Sometimes in tantric visualization practice, you're instructed to imagine that you are sitting in the cremation ground. You are meditating on the Buddha or Bodhisattva that you've been initiated into within the cremation ground itself. You're imagining yourself or you're seeing in front of you your chosen Buddha or Bodhisattva, but you're meditating, you're doing that meditation in the cremation ground, in, 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 in the midst of bodies and bones and funeral pyres. You are meditating there. When you meditate every day, see your practice as happening this way. You're practicing your meditation, your metabhavna, your mindfulness of breathing, your reflection on the Dharma, your chosen Buddha or Bodhisattva. You're doing your puja in the midst of the cremation ground. <laughs>